I'm Vince. And I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff. This is Travis! Welcome to Undesign. Travis, Travis, Travis. How you doing, sir? Uh, three times hello. I'm fine. You are once, twice, three times a Travis. Absolutely. Yep. Three times over. So, uh, so it's good to be recording again. Um, it looks like uh, we've got a new topic this week that we rolled up, and it's a thing. So what is it, Vince? So this week's thing is called Losing is Fun? Question mark. You heard my voice go up at the end there. That's how you know it's a question. Oh, I get it. Yeah. All right. It was a little obnoxious, but but I, I follow what you're doing. <laughs> I accept All that. All right. So, so losing is fun. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, this is probably a really strange concept for a lot of people, so which is probably why it's on the list, uh, because it's a little, it feels off kilter. It feels, <laughs> it's a different thing. It's a, it's a different way of viewing things. Yeah, like, let me, let me see if I can talk about why I think as a baseline, this is so important. So we've talked before about how, I, I'm going to talk in the specific and then in the general. In a game like, say Dungeons and Dragons, which is of course, you know, many people's entry into the world of role playing, right? Right. Um Yeah, that game's like a to me it's like a snowball of winning. It just gets bigger and bigger. Win, 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 win. Correct. So that game is a game set up assuming that the PCs will be the winner in something like somewhere between ninety eight percent and all of the sort of combat encounters they run into and a extremely high percentage of non-combat encounters. Okay. Like right. that is that to say, is, or, or I, I don't know. I think that, that may be, uh, we may be biased in our thoughts cause I agree with you completely on that. Um, but, but the thing is other people may, may play differently than uh, we are used to. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they play a brutal game where you just like die all the, you lose all the time. You have to reroll new characters every other adventure, things like that. Well, and you just nailed exactly my point. Like, that's such a good setup because, yes, I think people see that as the binomial situation, right? Either we win or we die, right? And, and that's right. it. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's, there's no in-between most of the time uh, when people think about it. Um, that's right. That's true. Yeah, I, I, I buy into that. And I think the game has often but not always or and not in all and certainly not in all cases um been set up like that now here's what i would argue okay um i would argue that for the game to be its best the pcs need to be able to lose they need to be able to lose with some frequency, still not majority, but with some frequency. And they need to understand that losing doesn't equal the end of the game. So this was a big thing for us when we did NGS, because I think that a lot of newer games, indie games, uh, and, and certainly the newest generation of designers have, have more worked into their games. The idea that like, Okay, if you lose this particular thing, whatever it is going on, whatever this encounter is, whatever, however losing is even defined, right? It could be like combat, it could be otherwise. Mm -hmm. 
that that isn't the end of the story. It's the beginning of a new challenge, right? Right. Right. A lot of these games and uh, these different indie games, and uh, probably even some of the, some of the bigger name games that have come out um, with new editions and such have added these things. And mostly, I, I would say, to probably to to address what you're talking about right now, in a way a way that uh, moves people's thoughts away from a game over screen um, right, right. to something else. You know that that, that, that it's not. It's not. It's, there's not actually a game over screen. It doesn't have to to be that way. You can. There, there's. There is more narrative, more story, uh, more adventures to be had, even if you lose. There, there, there's a subtle gray area. Yeah, that's such a good example, dude. I love that you said the game over screen because we're stuck in that video game mentality, right? Of like, if Mario falls down the hole, that's game over, and you right. restart the level. Like, no, no, that's that's stupid. Why? Um, the, the previous challenge was beat these enemies. Let's, let's keep it as, as bloodthirsty as possible here. The previous challenge was beat these enemies. That hasn't worked. The new challenge is run away, right? Mm. Like we got to get out of here. Um, and in fact, fleeing is an often overlooked aspect of role-playing too. So, uh, people, people get, you know, in kind of a bulldog mode where it's just like push, 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 you know? Yeah, people are way, 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 way too happy to find the hill they want to die on, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think they have um, uh, a misconception about what the notion of heroes and heroics are. Really, um, that that are more akin to like a 1950s serial in what they're doing, as opposed to what happens in the movies and TV shows that we watch now. Right. You know, because uh, heroes run into, run into crap and fail. <laughs> you know, they fail all the time. That, and that's what makes those characters endearing to you. Um, we like to we like to talk about Die Hard a lot because, it was, you know, it's a near-perfect action film. Right. Um, and, you know, he gets beat up. He loses a bunch. Um, and that's what makes you like him. You know, you, you like him because you, you, can, you can relate to, for some reason, the fact that he's walking around in broken glass with no shoes on. Right? Absolutely. But it's not game over. He didn't lose. It, it, it's just, it's, just uh, it's, it's more of an impediment. Right. He has some setbacks, and he has to then overcome those additional challenges. And, and that's what I really want to talk about. I, I want what I think both. So this, what's interesting to me is that this is really a two-sided discussion, right? Because this is one of those situations where designers have to come to the table with ways to make it so it's not just game over. Right. Yeah. When they when they write their rules, you have to provide avenues for the for your consumers. Yep. And then the players, both both GMs and true, quote unquote, players, right, have to come to the table with uh, a willingness to embrace that. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. And 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 enjoy this experience. And what I think happens there is that it becomes a much deeper and more rewarding experience mm -hmm. in play well overcoming adversity is is, yes. is a really a really strong um em emotional drive driver you know um but it's uh, you know i must say it's it's really hard for a lot of people to get out of that mindset of you know push forward win push forward win um and any any minor setbacks a, a huge deal right like that can be a real problem. I remember a game that I ran in which I, um, and I hate talking about games I ran because I don't remember them very well usually. But 
I ran a game and you were playing in it and yep. I yanked a point of constitution or something from you, like a point of charisma from you permanently. I was like, I was like, yeah, you lost a point of charisma permanently because of like acid or something. I don't know, acid on your face. I don't yes, know. you threw acid on me. Um, and this was in an edition of Dungeons and Dragons in which that wasn't a thing. Like permanent stat loss was not a thing. It didn't exist or something. Right. Like fourth edition, maybe. I, yes, I think. it was. It was fourth edition. Yes. Um, and and you lost your shit. Um, like, I oh, I think you're overcharacterizing how angry I was. Though I will openly okay. say well, I was upset. How, how about how about I'm gonna put it. I'll phrase it another way. I've never seen you get angry at a thing before that I had done as a GM, and you were unhappy with this decision I had I made. I was unhappy. I'll give you that without without uh, any sort of hesitation. I will give you. I was unhappy. Yes. Yeah. And so and so even the best of us, which I think you're one of the best of us, um, can fall into those old traps. Right. And those old, those old traps being you know, losing sucks. <laughs> you know, you know, some some kind of setback is a a huge problem. Everybody can fall into it. Oh, certainly. And and of course, one of the problems. This goes back to the first one. I'm not. I'm not like I should have had a better attitude. No doubt about it. But of course, then we also have the setup. It goes back to the same thing of like that edition set me up with like this belief of I don't need to worry about losing these things. Right? We don't lose these anymore. That's not a thing that happens now. And then I did, and suddenly you, because you did something right. creative, you my expectations were misaligned with the the reality. Right? Because of the designers, because of yeah. how how they made that game, they they made it wrong. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say that that they made it wrong. And I also don't believe that you reacted wrongly. Uh, I think you're a victim of the situation. Right. If this if that had been third edition, right, which you and I played many times together, mm -hmm. and you told me you lose a point of charisma because somebody threw ass on your face and like it wasn't you weren't flipping about it like it was part of something important that was going on it was a, a very climactic story moment i would have been like damn and then i then i would have set about to like okay what do i need to do to to restore this to fix my face to, to do whatever right but that was like the world of what i could do and and the options that were available to me in the world of of so right. in, in the meta you were able you 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 knew you could overcome that problem that issue as a player, right? Exactly. Right. Like I, I had the understanding that this was not the end of the world. This posed to me a new and interesting challenge for my character to explore. And so, you know, I, I think back to a, a let's let's go back to a different example. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, something I, I may have referenced this at some point in the podcast or not. I don't know. I'll do it again. Sure. There was so I played when when you and I you were GMing me in a in a riffs game some long long time ago. And I was playing a gunslinger. Yeah. And still one of my favorite characters of, of my Rift's career and of all time. And in that game, you had a vampire. Like, my character was a vampire hunter. That was my thing, right? And I, because that's what I was really good at. I had the old six shooters, the whole deal. And I ran up against a very powerful master vampire that was ready for my particular brand of nonsense, right? And uh, and he confronted me. He and I had been on like a long winning streak against vampires, right? He, right. You you'd basically gone through an entire adventure just just capping fools, like winning, just gunning, just gunning. And I was feeling good. And then I met this guy, and suddenly, oh no, he was ready for my shenanigans. And he beat me, and he grabbed me, and he ripped one of my hands clean off of my body just 
ripped one of my hands off. Now, as a gunslinger, you might imagine. Mordheim fashion. Indeed. Now, you might, of course, imagine that as a gunslinger, I use two pistols, and you would be right, because that's how sweet gunslingers fight. Right. Massively, massively huge setback. Yes, to have, I mean, like, not to mention that getting one of your hands ripped off is, you know, fairly traumatic, I would say, as things go in life. That changes things for a person. It does. Yeah, you don't, you don't generally want that to happen. So, um, so, but in that game, I wasn't upset. I don't remember being upset about that. Uh, maybe you have a different memory of it, but I don't, but I remember lots of fun around it. And I remember like having to retreat and lick my wounds and train to fight with one gun you know to still be effective and like going through a lot of different stuff and then and having no real expectation that i could get it fixed but sort of the understanding that like there could be changes you know like i could go get a cybernetic hand or something like that right the beauty of that of of that game though was also that that a player and a gm were both encouraged to believe that anything is possible yes um and so um, one can take a setback without without as much uh, much issue, um, right, right? Because of that. Yep. I I had no. What I mean is there wasn't like a if you do A then you get B, right? I get a new hand. Yeah. Right. Like certainly I could. Right. There was no clear path. There there was right. yeah. There there was certainly no clear path. But the expectations of the world were such that it wouldn't be unusual for me to be able to solve the problem. Perhaps cybernetics. Perhaps yeah. magics. Perhaps perhaps a hundred other things. Right. And and that made the whole thing that turned the whole thing from scary to an exciting opportunity to explore something new, right? And and here and here is this character who's been through this this usually traumatic situation, um, and has the opportunity to come out on, on the other side of it um, as a as a stronger stronger character and a stronger story, right? And so in, in that case, losing was fun. Losing was great. And, and here's what I'll say, Trav. When I look back on all of my favorite characters, okay, in the history of my my playing the game, okay, every one of them experienced loss. So loss of some kind, varying kinds, I'm sure. Correct, varying kinds, and it is the loss that makes them memorable. Because here's what I want the audience to picture. Here's what I want our listeners to picture. Okay. You go to a movie. The hero fights the villain, beats him up. Villain runs away. The hero encounters some challenges, overcomes them easily without breaking a sweat. Hero meets a new challenge, overcomes it. Hero gets in a final climactic showdown with the bad guy, beats him without loss. Is that a memorable movie? Yeah, no, not really. No, because there was um, never true conflict, right? The hero right. was always destined to win. <laughs> what was what was what was stumping me there is that I was like, man, I think I've seen movies like that before, though, and they were just awful. And I I was like, I'm never going to watch anything like this ever again, right? Because it's a movie without conflict. I mean, you mentioned Die Hard, and it's such a good example because, yeah. Like, John McClane spends a lot of that movie losing. He starts out the movie a loser. He lost his wife. That's the beginning of the story, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's the whole point yeah, of why almost, he's going to almost L.A. Almost all the scenes are, are laden with, with uh, failures and losses and mistakes. The His buddy, 
consider his buddy who's up, you know, uh, the guy from Family Matters. He's outside. Hey, the Officer Winslow. Yeah, Officer Winslow. Yes. I don't remember his name in the movie, sadly, but yes. So he what's what's the story he tells? The story he tells is about how he lost basically all of his, you know, his will as a cop because he shot a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. And how much of a gut wrenching story is that? Yeah. If the story was like, I was the greatest cop on the force and I just shot everybody dead who dare opposed me and I was fantastic and I collared more people than anybody else and I won a bunch of awards, you'd be like, That guy's not interesting. Yeah. That guy's not interesting. Who gives a crap and a half? Nobody. Okay. So, I, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, my, 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 only, my only pushback would be we need to find other movies. We need to watch some more movies or something because we keep on talking about Die <laughs> we Hard. We keep talking about Die Hard. It's just too good of a movie. Uh, it's, it's just a great example because that's the kind of movie. That 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 is the example of how one would want to play a game and have fun with a game for me. Right. Well, we'll talk about White House Down or Die Hard mm-hmm. Two, which is basically what it actually is. Um, no, but so when I my point is is that when I look back on my characters, they all experienced similar loss, failure, heartbreak. Right. So being able to take away to really hit the character and the things that they care about, which means failing to stop the enemy's plan right or uh walking into traps and getting themselves caught and not succeeding in evading it right mm-hmm. um in, in and having to run away to flee to watch their loved ones suffer to watch things they care about burn because they failed and those experiences can be painful in the game which i think is why we tend to avoid them why we tend to avoid them in life but those experiences are what makes the game worth actually experiencing because there it's what makes that thing real and interesting and memorable. Otherwise, you're just eating cotton candy and it's going to be gone in seconds and you're going to forget you ever did it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think um, even more so it's, it, it, you know, you can you can really evolve as a player when when you start to realize that you don't even have to wait for these things to happen. You can walk into the punches sometimes um, and get a better story out of what's going on. I think. No, I agree. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, I, I think there's a line here that you have to be careful of. I want to be very clear about this. Because I think when I start talking about this, people tend to overreact, right? Uh, what do you mean? Well, what I mean is that people tend to feel like when I describe this sort of thing, that all of a sudden I'm talking about something that's sort of binomial, right? Of like, oh, you're, you're just going to open it up for my GM to like constantly kick me and, and do all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to lose. Life is already crappy enough. I played wow. this game for an escape. Yeah, right? you know, but I, I mean, the answer to that. Okay, sorry. I'm going to walk over your stuff again. Yeah, go ahead. Walk away. Well, no, I mean, the answer to that is if you feel that way, perhaps you have the wrong GM. Um, yes. The, the wrong you. person is GMing for you if you if you have those feelings. Yep. Uh, one, couldn't agree more. Um, two, all of these things are meant to be a collaborative effort between you and your, your storyteller, right. your GM, right? So they You're should... not trying to beat each other. That's, not, that's right. not the intention of these games. So if they're kicking you when you're down... Um, Ask them to please stop kicking you. You've had enough, right? There's everybody's got different limits with this, and at the at the at the or at the minimum, you could discuss with 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 your GM and your player, or you know, vice versa, whatever. 
um, how how being how, how all of this punishment is going to make the story better and figure it out. Yep. Work with them. Yeah, because it's not binomial. There are shades of this and different players at your table are going to be able to withstand different amounts of this. Right. Yeah, everybody's going to have totally. Yeah, yeah. Every, everybody's definitely going to have different uh, uh, a different level of uh, the ability to absorb this kind of uh, uh, losing the streaks, you know, failing um, even setbacks. Um, yeah. And, and so that's no, that's know your audience there. It is. It is. And and I think that so, like I said, I, I what's fascinating to me about the losing is fun concern is that it has to be. It has to be present at every single point in the chain, right? And and everybody has to be very aware of it. It's not just something that can exist and sort of happen, right? Like there are certain elements of the game that if they're just there, they'll just kind of happen, right? right. Yeah. So, well, interestingly, I don't, I don't play Dungeons & Dragons, and I don't have really much anymore. I don't have a, I don't have a drive to because of the way the game is set up. Um, in 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 what what the first thing we talked about today, um, which which is how how the game basically sets you up to win ninety nine percent of the time, if not one hundred percent of the time, um, because it doesn't it, it removes that feeling of of conflict, uh, the possibility that you're going to fail or lose. Um, you know, you kind of walk into every encounter and you're just like, well, I'm supposed to win, so right, right. that's probably going to happen. That's boring. That's that's entirely boring. Entirely if, boring. If 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 there isn't um, something closing in on an equal chance of 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 winning and losing, um, it shouldn't be a focus of whatever you're doing at that moment. Okay, so you can have you know situations where you're 99 percent chance to win, um, but they shouldn't be those those situations shouldn't be about winning. They should be about winning hard. Like they should be about you know, giving your 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 players who have been through a lot um, and have failed a lot, maybe have lost more than half of their battles, allow them to walk into an area and show how their experiences have made them better, more powerful people, um, and then they can walk in and crush a bunch of peons or whatever, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and that makes them feel good, and that's a that's a good time to have that ninety nine percent win chance, um, but not every fight. Correct. I would also argue. That there's a, there could be an element of um, discovery here or setup or something like that, right? Like you can you can put these out there for the like for the occasional like uh, like the the PCs discover something much larger and bigger because of this. Do you, you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so like the the point of it being the encounter that had this high chance of winning wasn't actually the point. I think of like uh, I think of like an episode of say Buffy where she starts off just smacking around, uh, you know, like a clearly a very easy vampire, but she's having a conversation with one of the other characters while this is going down, and we're given exposition mm-hmm. during the fighting, right? Right. right. This story, the story has moved somewhere, um, in spite of it being just a simple encounter. Right. So, so the point being is that, yeah, the the fight or whatever, neat, but that's not actually what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Vince. So. So how do we fix this? As designers, how do we fix this? How do we offer the best environment for our consumers to play within that allows for um, them to feel like losing can be fun or is, uh, isn't the end of the world, isn't the game over screen? Sure. Well, I'll say two things. Um, one, if, you're, if, you're, if you have a game 
where combat of some kind or another is a focus, right? Then you need to have running be a thing that people do in the world, not just bad guys, but good guys. And you need to facilitate it. You need to think about combat in the way that many things would think about combat. That is to say, uh, you know, you don't, your bad guys, if your, if your PCs run, the bad guys will often just let that be because uh, the fight is over. And in the same way, like the, 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 the monsters are aware that they're risking something. They don't fight to the death every time. And if the PCs run away, they're not going to track them down because they think they're just going to be an easy kill. They're not going to risk anymore. So allow the PCs that nest those necessary moments of escape, right? Let them experience that and get the idea <laughs> through their head that like, yeah, running is a thing that can happen. Um, moreover, have a lot of times in, in like, just imagine a basic, like a, a concept of a game based around like World War II, which side wants to fight? Right. Neither. Neither side wants to fight. Okay. None of the actual soldiers want to be shooting at each other. When, so, when, when the enemy retreats the field, you let them go. Right. That's right. sort of the, the idea. Yes. Absolutely. And okay. So sorry. Number two, then what else? What else do we have? Uh, number two, you need to have ways um, for PCs to be discovering interesting things while losing. Like when you give peace as a, as a, as a game designer, you need to still have ways to bounce back and have prescriptive advice in your, your game or your guide about how uh, GMs should be responding to, you know, those situations where the, the PCs lose or aren't successful in their goals and instruct your GMs on how to travel from that point. Right. Mm -hmm. How to avoid that game, game over screen when possible. Yes. Um, and that total party wipeout button shouldn't be, you know, a standard option. The nuclear option shouldn't always be the one you go for as a GM. Right. And this is one of the things I will say, you know, you mentioned D and I think this is one of the things that the fifth edition GM GM's guide, DM's guide, we're going to say does it's helped with, right? Really, really, really well. Um, it is simply the best GM's guide I've ever read in my life. And one of the reasons for that is because they do talk about stuff like this and they talk about the nature of your game and, and how, and, and how, how to GM and how to navigate these difficult waters like this. Um, it's not silent on these issues as many editions mm -hmm. have been. Um, so that's a good thing. That's a very, as Martha Stewart would say, that's a very it's good thing. Good, yeah. It's a good. It is a good. And and third, I would say, as players, really, really, actually think about your character. Like I know everybody wants to be the hero, but is your character really ready to die on every hill that they come to? We either kill these goblins here, or 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 we or we die here. Like maybe we could just run away, right? Like. That's fine. And I think that it's important for your players to recognize that sometimes it's okay to run. And you got to help them with that. And you got to bring them forward into that. Right. Um, yeah. And that, that takes some, some massage writing sometimes. Um, you really have to, you have to work at it to, to, to really get your point across in a way that people can understand. But I agree completely that these things can, can definitely help. Um, make your game more suitable um, for a situation where where a player or a GM can feel like you know the the protagonist's failing or losing or being set back 
can be a good thing and can be fun and can advance the story in a good way. Yeah, and I think the final, my final piece of advice is probably the most obvious. It's one we've said in almost every episode, but hey, why not say it a 41st time? Um, and that is communicate, right? Talk to your players. Um, be open with them that like, say, I'm going to tell this collaborative story with you. And this, uh, you know, there's going to be loss. Um, I'm not playing this game such that you're expected to win every single confrontation you you get in. And so you need to use your wits. And But what I promise is that if you work with me, I'm not just going to kill you. I'm not doing this to, to simply punish you. I'm doing this because I want to tell an interesting story with you. So if you work with me, I'll work with you, and I promise we'll come out the other side better if you're willing to come on this journey with me. And then do that, right? I think that that's the best way to go. Yeah, I think I really think uh, the the win win condition should always be you know having fun, having a good time. Um, so all those things put together, leading to, leading up to that, losing can be fun and can bring more fun to the table for everybody. So I think that's pretty good. I think we we covered everything. I think that's undesigned. I think that is losing is fun. Losing is fun. Undesigned. Yeah. Undesigned. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. As always, emails down in the description. If you've got any topics you want us to discuss, feel free to shoot us a note. We always love that. And of course, sharing this is always the nicest thing you can do. We deeply appreciate it. But we'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.